0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Peak, your longest reigning channel and champion of all time and as always I'm joined by my intangible co-host, your quizle mania champion Tempest the Wrestler. Longest reigning Quizlemania champion of all
1: time. Let's not forget that, Pitt. That's true. I I haven't defended this thing in like three
0: months. (laughs) You're the
1: Brock Lesnar of (laughs) Quizlemania. I didn't choose this. It's not, well, it's, I don't know. Is it my fault that I took a week off during the last Quizlemania? I I guess, maybe, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, That's it's right. fine. Was, I'll be the broccoli. I was off for Crown Jewel, but
0: I still defended my title. You know how it is. That's fine. Yeah,
1: don't worry. About yeah, it. It. It's 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 fine. I'm sure I'll lose this thing next week or something. <laughs> I want to. I don't know what any of the plans are around here. You know, I feel like they're mm. made by this point. It might even be another goddamn tag at this point, and I won't yeah. even defend it. I don't know. I want to mm, go yeah. into like the December Quizzle of the Year thing and do something like cool or special. Like, I don't know. We had a lot of like. Big star Quizzlemania champions this year. Like Molina mm. was champion and everything. So I don't know if we'd be able to get her back on. But I think it would be cool if we could have everybody who won a, a Quizzlemania this year be on the show as that'd contestants. And cool. then you have like the Quizzlemania champion
0: of champions or something. I don't know. I'm just that would, spitballing here. That'd be really cool. I mean, we had the Losers Club, which I won. Uh, you know that that was the idea was to lose. That's why it's called the Losers Club, right? So of course. I, I I I won that. Uh, I feel like one of these
1: days on these little little things, I'm just going to set up a timer and I'm just going to hit you with wrestling trivia like over (laughs) and over and over again, like train you (laughs) Rocky style.
0: Oh, God, I would be so bad at that. Yeah, but eventually you'll win a Mania. Eventually, maybe. Eventually. Well, well, I don't know if they'll invite me back, though. That's the thing, because I'm really bad. I don't know if you've if you've noticed, but I'm not very good at Mania.
1: Yeah, but whenever Adam wants to do a drawing
0: round, he'll put you on. That's true. I I am I am the joke. I am just brought on to be like, lol, he can't draw. Uh, and that, You've made and it on Board sign. Game Club like twice because of that. <laughs> tr- just because of telestrations. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and by proxy, I was on Deception Murder in Hong Kong because they were also recording that at the same time they were doing telestrations. I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll be on that as well then. And I also got on Blood on the Clock Tower. I think because someone pulled out. I want to say that's a little peeling the curtain back because you know it's Patreon exclusive. I'm I'm the draw. I'm I'm behind the paywall because I'm so good at it. But also, I think it was because someone pulled out, which is yeah
1: very funny. I feel I feel like that uh, that happened recently with me as well. But I was otherwise occupied that day, and I was mm. like, oh. I want to play blood on the clock tower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've man. never gone to play this game before. I, 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 yeah. I watched our content because, you know, I try and keep up with what we say and everything. And I, mm-hmm. I think the blood on the clock tower stuff is some of the best stuff that we put out. Absolutely. And I was like, I want, I want to be in that. That's fun. That game looks great. And then it's like, Hey, do you want to be on blood on the clock tower? I was like, you could have asked me any other Wednesday and mm-hmm. I would have been totally free, but you had to pick the day that I, I was like, doing denise salcedo's podcast show or something like that that mm-hmm. day and i was just yeah. like oh i can't play i still that. enjoyed doing that <laughs> i still enjoyed doing that obviously i didn't feel too bad about it because i had something else that i enjoyed doing but i was yeah. like oh you could any other
0: week and i'm mm-hmm. like absolutely i'm there and, oh. yeah it's such a shame um but we did have a very fun night on uh on thursday evening We had our social media manager, Abby, who's been on Let's Talk After Dark and various things. She came to visit the office, which was lovely. Got to meet Abby, which was great. And uh, we all went out and played some board games afterwards, which was really nice. We went to drafts. I saw the NRB studio, Tempest. Did you touch the table? I touched the felt. (gasps) It was great. (laughs) I did a really bad impression of Adam. I sat behind the seat and went, joining me on this episode of Board Game Club. Um Do you very like funny. board games. Do you like board games? Yes. Um, which was great. Got to see the studio, which was awesome. The setup they got there is really cool. And the board game table is so nice. Um, but then we we played some games. We played Telestrations, because of course we did. Um we we drew a lot, and Ollie. Ollie is not good at telestrations. <laughs> his, his first one, I'm trying to remember what his actual clue was. Um, because it ended up being, I think I guessed, my actual guess for what his drawing was, because what he likes to do is draw the same thing multiple times in different ways. So he'll give you like, this is one way to interpret the thing, or this is another way to interpret the thing. But he doesn't differentiate about what uh, ones which there's no like line dividing them to be like this is one this is the other this is just uh, like here are four things and it's like what am I supposed to be looking at here so I believe one of my guesses was something like Halo Star Trek Finger Ray I was like I don't know what the hell the actual answer is but sure you're just going to be weird with your drawings I have no idea what the hell you're talking about And that was one of the one of it uh, was it nail biter was his thing and he had. A finger, nail pointed at, uh-huh. at the nail, and I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." And then there was a really messed up looking mouth on the other side, which you know, if I was thinking more logically about it, that could be nail biter. And then also uh-huh. he drew a nail, like a like a, a a nail that you would hammer in, and then also like a Pac Man mouth. And I was like, <laughs> "What? What? Am I, what am I supposed to look at on this bit? Like, you yeah, could have like just the done bit. the first two, and I might have got it, you know." I was like oh. I got the, I got the nail bit so I just guessed fingernail I was like I don't know what the rest of the rest of it is but sure um because I was sitting next to Ali but yeah god that was that was very funny um was great we did a bit of snake oil which Uh-oh. is always funny loved it we did uh, oh I forget the name of the game but it's when you have it was I think Adam had featured it on a list one time where you have a bunch of objects in the middle of the table. So you have like a green frog and a red towel and a grey bathtub and a blue hairbrush. And you turn over a card that has like two things on it. So it could feature like um, a green frog in a blue bathtub. And you have to grab the correct thing from the middle. So it's either the thing that's in the picture or the one thing that isn't featured. So right. it's like, if, if it was like a white frog in a blue bathtub, then it's like, okay, white is featured, the frog is featured, uh, blue is featured, and the bathtub is featured, which means what is what is the one thing that isn't? It's the red towels. So you have to grab the red towel. And, you
1: know. Let me just say, yeah. I would be horrendous at that game.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not like, easy. Let me tell you. I,
1: I will play a lot. I don't know if this is one of the, it doesn't sound like it's a, like a blue orange game, with the mm. circu- the circular cards were you know it the, a lot of famous like spot it and sh- mm. like that you know uh, <laughs> we play Sorry those games <laughs> quite quite a bit uh here and it takes my sister like maybe two rounds to get warmed up mm-hmm. you know to like just get her brain working yeah. in that yeah, space yeah, yeah. and as soon as she does like i'm i will not win a single round of that again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like I've got I've got maybe two rounds to to get get my ego up to win some mm-hmm. and then I'm done. I'm absolutely <laughs>
0: done. <laughs> See the thing is, everyone got very good at the game. Like our new editor Terry was very good at the game. Ollie once he got his iron was very good at the game. Luke was all right at times. Uh Abby was mm, um I was not very good. Andy yep. Datsun was also not very good. But in Andy's case, he'd grab something and then just hope it was the right one. Yeah, Which is, not in the spirit of the game, I'll be real. And then we specifically said, hey guys, let's just not just grab stuff, because, you know, it's not in the spirit of the game. Literally the next round, Andy grabs something, and then we were all figuring out what it was. It's like, wait, what's the right answer? And Andy was like, oh wait, it's my one? It was like, Andy, what did we just say? <laughs> like before
1: four-year-old. Not man. year old you have to you have to keep telling him it's like that's not how you play. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a fun conversation. I'm mm. not ready to have a, a not fun conversation when we talk about I SmackDown, know, but we kind of got
0: to. Let's, let's yeah. talk about SmackDown. We'll talk about Rampage as well, which was not as but good it was also well not great. Week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's uh, this is it's a, a, a down shame. week. It is a down I'm, week. but I'm positive
1: Tempest right now. You know, I'm I'm a happy g-
0: boy you know we're gonna have a a lot of fun laughing at this show though because it was a complete mess oh my Mm. god smackdown was a trope like so bad it was so good that's how bad it was oh i almost gave this a five out of five for comedy alone because god (laughs) this was this is this was a, a woeful show smackdown was a mess let's talk about it Smackdown, more like cringe down.
1: Got him.
0: Great writing, Pete. <laughs> oh my god! This, <laughs> this show was an absolute mess. What was happening on this show? There were so many things that I just laughed at because it was so bad. Are the people that run this show okay? No. Are they- like, are we okay? <laughs> You know, like this is, this is worrying. This is worrying stuff. But you know, we'll 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 talk about. It, I guess also, I can't I can't take credit for the more like not SmackDown, more like CringeDown. I saw it in the chat before we started, and I thought that was very funny, so I stole it. Sorry, sue me. Okay, <laughs> welcome to the rest of the Podcast review of SmackDown and Rampage, which we'll get to in a little bit. I am Cho Quinnell, your longest reigning jam that champion of all time. I'm joined by my intangible co-host, the longest- reigning Mania champion of all time. Tempest the Wrestler. Um, and yeah, we are, we are going to talk about <laughs> uh, SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> which was insane. There was a lot of things yeah. on this show, and a lot of them were nonsensical. And you know, yeah. we say a lot that SmackDown's nonsensical. This was stuff that was just like. This doesn't even make like in 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 WWE sense. This doesn't make sense. It Von Wagner debuted on this show. Sure did. What? He sure he, did. He didn't he didn't do anything. He didn't say anything. He wasn't acknowledged. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Jinder Mahal did a rap. And ended it by saying "hit row" more like "cringe row," and I went,
1: oh, "No,
0: Oh, gender." I like I folded <laughs> inwards. Yeah. Um, Charlotte made did a promo where she started calling her Becky "uh oh," and then got the crowd to say "uh oh" a lot. I've seen worse. Roman Reigns lost via DQ in the main event. You know that undefeated streak that he's got? Like, he hasn't lost since he came back. He lost on SmackDown by a DQ. <laughs> you
1: haven't even said the bits that
0: drove me up the goddamn wall. Well, There's, there, there's a there, lot. There's so many. There's there's so many on this show. Um, it's fine.
1: I'm in, I'm in a good mood this week, Pete. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't even bother me. I don't care. I'm no. not getting mad about it this week. This show's just dumb. This is a dumb show. It's a dumb and show. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna to ruin my my good mood by uh, by
0: letting it get me down. It's <laughs> it's a it's a real dumb show. You know the bit. My favorite bit of the show. This is unequivocally my favorite bit of the show because I could not stop laughing. This was five out of five comedy genius right here. It's the Von Wagner's debut. It's got to be. Mm. Because Sonia Deville and Adam Pierce are backstage talking about other stuff that had happened on the show. Changes to Survivor Series teams, which we'll get to in a little bit. Von Wagner is also there. This is his debut on, on the main <laughs> roster. Von Wagner is there. Just standing there. Arms folded. On the side, right? Sonia Deville and Adam Pierce have a conversation, not acknowledging that Von Wagner is there at all. Sonia Deville walks off. And I was like, okay, Adam Pierce is now going to talk to Von Wagner. No, Sami Zayn comes in and then talks to Adam Pierce Again, not acknowledging that Von Wagner is there. They have a conversation saying Sami Zayn was talking about Jeff Hardy and how he should be taken off the team. And then Adam Pearce says it's going to be Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy tonight. Loser uh, loser gets taken off the Survivor Series team. And then Sami Zayn walks out. And that's the segment. Guys, guys, there's a Wagner in the room. Gonna... <laughs> Talk about Von He's there. There's, there's no nameplate for Von Wagner. There's, there's no acknowledgement that he exists. He's doing his best Drax impression. He's standing so still that he's become invisible to everybody else. Maybe,
1: maybe they added him in in post.
0: <laughs> That's what it was like. It's like he wasn't there. Yeah. Just, what is this segment? This is his debut. What's happening?
1: You dream about your WWE debut from the time that you're a kid, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm getting called up to SmackDown. It's happening." <laughs> Mom, mom, you got to watch the show tonight. I'm going to be on the show. You're not going to believe it. Get in there. That's your debut, kid. Just stand there. It's going to be great. <laughs>
0: Who wrote this?
1: Oh man.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. This is, this is debut. I thought they really liked von Wagner. I thought they had like big plans for him and stuff. He's just out of nowhere. He's on this show and not acknowledging him at all that he's there. I just nope. why? <laughs> what's happening?
1: until it's it's confirmed to me otherwise, I'm going now. off the assumption that he wasn't there, that this <laughs> was this was a supernatural occurrence. And that there was only like two people in that room at any given time.
0: I, I, I will say it just to be completely fair and balanced that Sami Zayn looked at Von Wagner as he walked off. He had a thing with Adam Pierce, and just as he was about to argue, he looked at Von Wagner and then walked off. So he was there, at least in Sami Zayn's mind, you know, maybe not in anyone else's. Could have been looking but definitely at anything. In Sami's, I just. Oh, I could not stop laughing. At that segment. <laughs> this is just fundamentally flawed storytelling. This isn't an intriguing like, oh, who is this guy? Because you need the characters on the screen to acknowledge that, so that the audience buys into that stipulation of wondering who this man is. If no, if the characters on screen are not wondering who this man is, the audience is also not supposed to wonder who he is. I just it's, it's yeah. the fundamentals of storytelling. <laughs> And they're not doing it. I just... What? Oh. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. I loved it. I loved it so much. This is pure comedy. Five out of five. Love it. This was back-to-back as well. Immediately afterwards, my second favorite thing on the show was the tagline for WrestleMania 38. <laughs> which, is, which is... The most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. There have only been... Two two night WrestleManias before. Oh, setting that bar low.
1: I want to know which intern is sitting there on thesaurus.com. <laughs> it's like, what have we used for WrestleMania before? Refresh, 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 refresh. Stupendous. Put stupendous
0: on the poster. We got it. It's stup- oh, the man. most stupendous two night WrestleMania in history. Not even the most stupendous WrestleMania in history, which still oh. would have been dumb. But the most stupendous two night WrestleMania in history. That's the phrase that's going to get said between now and April next year. So get ready for that, I guess.
1: Remember when oh, they called God. WrestleMania the Thrill Ride like a hundred yeah. million times before WrestleMania Thirty Three? Ultimate. This might, ride, yeah. yeah, this might be more obnoxious.
0: <laughs> oh, this is way more obnoxious. I think, yeah. I mean, Oof. it already has so many names, you know? Uh-huh. Grandest Stage of the Mall, and, you know, Showcase of the Immortals, and even Ultimate Thrill Riders, mm, you know, sure, whatever, that can be lumped in with all of that. But the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history is just... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really bad. And it was Stephanie McMahon as well, which makes it so much better oh, that God. announced it. Oh, it was oh too big for just one night. Oh! Oh, that is, that is peak WrestleMania tagline goofiness. Oh, uh. my God. Um, this show was an absolute train wreck. Um, the the pacing was all over the place. So much of the booking didn't make sense. It was nonsensical. Debuts, Survivor Series teams were changed despite announcements that were made. Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, I don't understand them as people. What, what are they motivated by? I don't know. Von Wagner was there. Um, other stuff. Roman Reigns lost. Charlotte Flair cut a terrible promo. Uh, Zaylee's still coming soon. Hit Row cut a promo. Wonder when they're gonna do something important. Jinder Mahal and Shanky did a rap. He's what Slim Shanky,
1: this? the real Slim Shanky. The other Slim Shankies are just imitating. So won't the real Slim Shanky please
0: stand up? Please stand up. Turn off the show. <laughs> Turn off the show. Yeah, I totally agree. Rich Holland said he's going to be a better tag partner to Seamus than Cesaro was. Like, there's just a lot of stuff on this show, you know? Yeah. And I don't think any of it built Survivor Series properly. No. Considering it's it's next week, you know? Uh,
1: I I didn't know that, I'll be honest. Someone told me that Survivor Series was next week, and I went, what? Yeah. (laughs) She couldn't tell from watching this this
0: programming. No. Oh, man. Goodness me. We'll talk about more about the individual segments later. But overall, this, this man, that was insane. <laughs> I um, I was saying to Tempest, I think, just before we went live, I almost gave this a five out of five just for comedy. Yeah. Because I was laughing so much through this episode. But it was one or two. It's not great. Spoilers for the end rating, by the way. It's not a good episode. Let's get yeah. to some of your ultra chats. Let's see what you guys thought. Also, just want to point out that we are sponsored by Beer52 who have sponsored a bunch of our shows. They're wonderful people. We love them so much. Go check them out at beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Link is in the description and in the live chat as well. You can get 10 free craft beers. You know, if we get sponsored by, they sponsor other people. You get eight free beers. But because we're awesome and they're awesome and we have such a great relationship, they're giving us 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 free craft beers for UK viewers only. All you have to do is pay for the postage of $5.95. It's great. Go check it out. They're wonderful. We love them so much. They sponsored us a load. Thank you so much, bff 52 Jewelry
1: isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
0: Get in your Ultra Chats at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support, uh, because we're going to go through all the ones that are five American dollars or up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, Laxmin Narasimhan B says, As far as SmackDown goes, the the episodic changes to the Survivor Series lineup just shows the number of Fs given about one of the so-called Big Four pay-per-views. Also, what is up with the crown consistently being forcefully taken from the guy who actually wins King of the Ring?
1: (laughs) It's a a prop. It's a prop, prop. You can steal the prop. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, Survivor Series is just not a big four pay per view anymore. No, it's it's, it's only not. a big
0: four pay per view in technicality
1: at this point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. old. Mm.
0: It's you know, for God's sake. Yeah,
1: there there've there've been like perhaps two of these brand warfare and uh, Survivor Series that I've cared. One iota about, and it was the mm-hmm. first one, the 2016 one, just because it was new, yep. and there was also Brock Lesnar and Goldberg on the show, and also I was sure there. Was. And then the NXT one, where NXT yeah. was involved, because it was new.
0: They haven't done anything new. No, uh, it's all the same, and it's just gotten worse over time because of the draft and things like that being immediately yeah. before Survivor Series. Yeah. Fools. Yeah. If,
1: if you just if you sh- did the Superstar Shakeup in like April. And you give, like, seven months for people to be like, okay, these are the people on the show. How do you care about Raw versus SmackDown? If genuinely you miss one week of TV, you have no idea who's on what show, and they're all on the opposite Survivor Series teams, it's it's a, it's a
0: mess. Bleed blue, Tempest. <laughs> Bleed blue. Sure. Uh, Luke has just put in the chat what he messaged me earlier on Discord, which was, LOL, SmackDown, which, you know, I, I 100% agree with. That's it. That's the sense yeah. I can get behind with Luke. LOL, SmackDown. Uh, Shrek says, Almost missed watching Rampage last night because I fell asleep watching SmackDown. Thank God my cat woke me up in time for the real wrestling show. Your cat is the MVP. Yeah. Well
1: done. I, I also, uh, I took a nap before SmackDown, and for mm. some reason my alarm just didn't go off. So I missed, like, the first 20 minutes and had to go back and rewatch that bit. But... Nice. If if my phone really wanted to be nice, I could have slept through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Perseus M says, "Looks like SmackDown creative got into RK Bros stash." I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, good god, this was. Oh, this was insane. This was. This was. I just want to like legitimately. Are the <laughs> people who run SmackDown okay? Like, no. <laughs> it's written by, like, a 80-year-old man. No, but should we be worried? Because this was know, exceptionally weird. I'm long past
1: worried. I, mean, yeah, I don't care. Fair. I don't care. Vince, Vince McMahon is a 75-year-old man, 76-year-old man, something like that. I don't know. He's like a 76-year-old man with a long history of concussions. I I would not trust that man to, no. <laughs> to write... Any television
0: show, let alone one as in depth and and difficult to write as a wrestling show, exactly. Likes me, Nerasim B says, uh, "If Vince sees this video, he'll go. You see, these two guys are laughing their asses out. Love it. They're entertained. We need to do more of this. I i Creative Genius, pal. You know, you're right. Yeah, he'll miss the point of why we're laughing. We're laughing yeah. at, not with.
1: Yeah, we're still watching right. this show. Look at us. couple of marks.
0: See, the thing is." I would love for Vince to do this every week because I'd laugh. (laughs) This is so much better than it being boring. mm, I don't,
1: mm, I don't know. I'm not quite ready to have to actually review WCW in the year 2000.
0: Mm, That's fair. I,
1: I genuinely do think that would drive me off a cliff. I would put myself in an insane asylum.
0: Yeah. You know, that's fair. I guess it might get hard every week if it's like this. Mm-hmm. I think just the one-off like this right now is absolutely hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. It it's great. Uh, ben Crossley says, Von Wagner is just there for conspiracy theorist Sami Zayn to be the only one to see him. He'll interrupt a match next week by just being in front row of the crowd. Backstage people will walk around him while Sammy loses his mind. El Generico is where EW. <laughs>
1: Fingers crossed. Mm, I mean, yeah. El Generico is building orphanages somewhere. Yeah, so I mean, he could show up at country.
0: AEW anytime if he wants to come out of retirement, you know?
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just he's just such a good guy building orphanages.
0: Mm, exactly, yeah. Good for you. Uh, Ri- Riot DR said, so Charlotte did a Blues Clues promo, Shanky raps in Hindi, Rich Holland is Sheamus's biggest fan, and Von Wagner is just there. Alrighty then. By the way, Tempest, if the WWE roster were Yu-Gi-Oh cards, what would uh, be the effect of Roman, the tribal chief?
1: Uh, if you summon him, you win. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apart from this show of SmackDown. That's not, yeah, this is a bad win.
1: show. This is a bad yeah. show to try and say that. There is a card yeah. like that. I think if I don't know if it's like, it's not a legal card to actually use in the game, but like if you mm. uh, sacrifice all three Egyptian god cards, you can summon mm. the most powerful card in the game and you just win.
0: And you just
1: win, yeah I, yeah. I feel like I've heard that before. Yes, yeah. It's um, it's in yeah. Romans Exodia, that's it. He's um, uh
0: he he
1: does the Superman punch because that's the the right arm of Exodia, and and yeah yeah he's Exodia. He's the head of the table. Exodia's got a big head.
0: <laughs> it's flawless um let's get into uh we'll get into the full review of SmackDown now but we'll get into more of your ultra chats later keep sending those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support and go check out B Fifty Two at bf2.com forward slash wrestle talk 10 free craft beers do the thing go click the links they're great we love them SmackDown started off with all the SmackDown women standing in a row, where uh, Sonya Deville then introduced all the women that are going to be on the uh, women's uh, SmackDown Survivor Series team. She's not afraid to stand out from the crowd. Shotzi. This is like Patreon nicknames. One of the most (laughs) accomplished women. Uh, Oh, yeah. One of the most accomplished women ever, Natalia. The ever so ferocious Shayna Baszler, one of the newest additions to the SmackDown roster, earlier. and the captain. It's boss time because it's Sasha Banks. But Tempest, I know you're thinking it. How will they coexist?
1: How will they
0: coexist? Well, you know what? They, didn't. they won't. They won't. And they can't. And they didn't. No. They can't. They won't. They didn't uh Sasha Max came out and immediately got in Shotzi's face and then Naomi came out and got in Sonya Ville's face and then Shayna Baszler got involved in that and then everyone started to brawl and then very politely it cut to an ad break and when when it came back they'd all stopped brawling and were ready to just have a normal match which is very kind of them I think to just stop their fight so they can have a wrestling match um six women tag made through the break Sasha Naomi and versus Shotzi Shayna and Natalia. This is definitely a great way to help them coexist. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I j- just re- reread my notes. Good joke, previous me. Um, yeah. this is sure to help them coexist. Why would they? Do- why would they want to do this match if they want SmackDown to win? It's almost as if Survivor Series doesn't matter. Almost, I'm, I'm right. Almost, it, it
1: almost. It's almost like Survivor Series doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what? For all of the naysaying that I've had on this show so far, this was a good match. Yeah. They got given a lot of time. It went through an ad break, this match. It was quite fun. I thought that Aaliyah, who I have not been very high on in the past, I thought she looked very good. She was quite uh-huh. well protected in this match. She got a little hot tag run. Her moves look very good and fluid and nice, good stuff. And I thought they had a good finish where Natalia had the sharpshooter on Aaliyah, uh, but she was kind of near the ropes. And uh, Naomi came in and like roped Natalia's head on the middle rope, allowing Aaliyah to get the roll up victory uh, after there was all the, the commotion and, and brawling and stuff on the outside. Aaliyah got the roll up victory on Natalia, which was good. Aaliyah, yeah. uh, Aaliyah got a win in her debut. Good stuff. Got no complaints about the match. Yeah, she, she got
1: to win. And I was like surprised at how crazy this crowd went. But I mean, mm. like, I guess that's just what happens when you debut a new star. And then a new baby face star and you just have them win? Yeah. This is a novel concept, you know. They don't do this very often, but like, yeah. And I have also not been very high on, on Aaliyah, but I thought she looked she looked uh passable at the very least in this show. You know, she went she went out there, she had a nice uh uh, uh Northern Light suplex. That's mm-hmm. the one. She had a, a nice tilt a wheel head scissors. She did her part well. I never felt like she was out of place while watching no. this match. And then she threw up.
0: Yeah, and then she threw I up. Felt, I, felt,
1: I felt bad.
0: Oh, I felt so bad for her. Clearly a lot of stuff going on and nerves and all sorts of stuff on her debut probably. And, you know, yeah, she was just in the ring celebrating and then suddenly she had to just turn away because she just, she just puked. You know? She's gonna puke. That's She's it. She's gonna
1: puke. I can't I, wait for I that feel... to be on Botchamania. I yeah, hope she I, can laugh about it. You know, I hope, this I wasn't hope like she can laugh
0: about it too. A yeah.
1: dramatically awful traumatic experience. You know, yeah. I hope this doesn't, she doesn't look back on it and it's like, like one of the worst nights of her life or anything like that. Oh, but it's not mm. that. Yeah. I want to be able to laugh about it, but I don't want to be able to laugh about it. If it's like if she damaging.
0: Can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to yeah. laugh with her, not at her. Exactly. Yes. Um, but hey ho, is what it is. Uh, yeah. it, it wasn't super like noticeable or anything. You know, she just got she just walked down. The segment ended, um, and then when she's when we saw her again backstage, she cleaned up and stuff. Unless that segment was recorded earlier in the day, whatever. Um, but she was backstage afterwards. She's like, yeah, got my first victory. I'm so happy. God, I won. I'm on the Survivor Series team. Nothing can bring me down, apart from Sonya Deville comes over and it's just like, hey, Aaliyah, it's great you got your first win on this show. Also, I've just been informed that I've been advised uh, that you've been pulled from the Women's Survivor Series team. Show's stupid. This is a dumb ass show.
1: Hmm. Like, okay. Who's advising Sonya Deville to do this? No one.
0: It's her. It's her saying
1: it. Okay, but in theory... Who, who is doing this? Is it Adam oh. Pierce? Who? There's no one above them as far as, like, no. storyline-wise is concerned. But
0: they're not authority figures because they don't no. do them anymore.
1: No. And why, why would you announce the Survivor Series participants on Twitter, full stop? Why would you do that at all? Yeah. And then why would you spend your entire show... Deciding that the people on your team suck and need to be need to be changed. Yeah. How about everyone on these teams are great and they're gonna go up against the raw people who are great and you're gonna have a really great match and you wanna buy the pay-per-view to see who's gonna win because everyone is such a great wrestler.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she mmm stop myself. Stop mm-hmm. myself. I, mm, mm-hmm. I'm not no positive tempest. Positive she wants She won. She won! She's the the only person, the only woman on this show that won a match. She got the goddamn pin, and that's it. She's the only woman's wrestler on this week's SmackDown to get a win, and she's the one you need to pull from the team. This show
0: sucks. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm going to assume that the kayfabe reason for pulling her off is because Naomi got involved in the finish and she was the one who did the illegal move of of moving Natalia's head on the ropes, which allowed Leah to get the roll-up win. So I'm assuming that's what they're going to follow up with. It's still dumb. You think Aaliyah they're going to follow up? We're
1: never going to hear about this again. Sonya Deville is just going to be like, I'm on the team. Ha ha. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but uh, Oh my god. This uh, this was the only thing on the show that, like, broke me. You know? Everything else, I yeah. just kind of, like, watched and just kind of went, meh, it was funny. This
0: happened, I was just like, what am I watching? What yeah. am I watching? Speaking of what am I watching, Sami Zayn cut a promo on himself in the mirror. Jeff Hardy was standing next to him, watching him, and he goes, huh, that sucked. Jeff. Yeah. I don't mean to be mean to Jeff Hardy. He's not exactly one to call out other people for bad promos. No, no, just
1: throwing it out there. No. Yes. You know? it's, it's whatever. I I don't know. I just want a kind of... good promo. I don't know if it was about the promo or if it was, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it's, it's sucking had more to do with him cutting a promo to himself in the mirror about being a locker room leader and stuff. Hey man but i don't know
0: you gotta hype yourself up sometimes that's what people do people were praising the miz in you know back when he had his yeah when you know he when people realized he was actually very passionate about the whole wrestling industry and he used to cut promos on himself in the mirror in order to get ready for the wwe and everyone was like oh that's kind of cool that the miz did that and now it's like he's cutting a promo on himself in the mirror what an idiot whatever doesn't i'm spending way too long on this it was a complete throwaway segment um uh, then we got a recap of Woods versus Jimmy Uso from last week. And uh-huh. then Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are backstage. <sighs> okay, so Roman Reigns just ran down Kayla Braxton and said, hey, Paul, talk to Kayla because I can't be bothered to talk to her anymore. And then uh, Paul said that basically it's the same stipulation as last week. That if uh, it's Reigns versus Woods tonight, if Reigns wins, Woods has to bend the knee and if Woods wins, Reigns has to bend the knee. And he's saying that he's he if he can't do that, if Reigns won't do that, you can strip him of the universal title. And you can banish him from SmackDown. You'll never guess what didn't happen on this
1: show. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row where they just said like, here's a stipulation and
0: screw it. And we'll, we'll talk about it more later in the main event because I know that technically uh, Reigns did bend the knee. But we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. Um, so Nakamura and Boogs came out next. Uh, Boogs is doing a, a Freddie Mercury thing. Doing like the, uh, to the crowd, which, you know, sure. It's um, different.
1: I'd rather him mix yeah. up his act every week. Than just say like, ah, Rick Boogs, now I'm coming to rock. Shinsuke Nakamura, ah! I'd rather (laughs) something different than just that every single week.
0: I'm sorry, can you do that Shinsuke Nakamura again, please?
1: No, I don't think I will. (laughs) That
0: was great. Um, So Nakamura and Boogs came out for a match against Los Lotharios. It cuts to an ad break. We come back from the ad break. It's Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss backstage talking. It then cuts to a recap of Madcap Moss cutting a terrible joke from last week. It then cuts back to Corbin and Madcap Moss backstage. Moss cuts another terrible joke and then they laugh about it and then it cuts back to the ring where Los Tharos are now entering. What is pacing? I think
1: I think happy if if two people can be one Yu-Gi-Oh card. Ten uh uh, Baron Corbin and uh, and uh, what's-his-face, Madcap Moss, are Obelisk the Tormentor because they do nothing but torment me. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> they do nothing but torment me.
0: And the thing is, this has nothing to do with the match that was coming up of Nakamura and Boots versus Los Lotharion. No, you just have
1: to put Happy Corbin on
0: SmackDown every like, week, Pete. Every week. Every week. Friggin' weak, because they've got jokes. <laughs> they've got jokes they can do that are so funny.
1: Um,
0: oh, the the tangential link, tangential. Tan. I said tangential. <laughs> genitals. Um, um, is that it's the tag team division, right? Sure. Like that's, that's the There's link. A tag division. That's probably why they did it. But that's not a link. <laughs> that's 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 not it. You know. Is stupid. But I really like Lost Lotharios. Hey, Tempest, yeah. do you remember? Way back when this week on NXT 2.0. Mm, way back I, when mm. then when we were not happy about the champion losing in the main event.
1: I do recall, yes. This is mm. one of the few things that has stuck with me.
0: Yeah. Do you do you know what happened in this match? Do you know who got pinned?
1: Uh, didn't Shinsuke Nakamura win and look really strong as Intercontinental Champion? Oh, the opposite of that happened. My mistake.
0: Yeah, no, it was. It, yeah, it was the opposite of that. Shinsuke got pinned by Los Lotharios here. Uh, I mean, I which forgot one, which one he was. IC which champion.
1: one pinned him? Who, who's, who should be getting a, an Intercontinental title shot out of this? I guess it, was it doesn't really ringle, matter.
0: Wasn't it? Also, they don't I have get surnames, it. by the way, anymore. They're just Angel and Umberto. Their surnames that have been taken away.
1: Yeah. Whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't mind it, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Stop yeah. beating your champions.
0: Stop beating your champions. Boots is right there. Stop like, it. Like, Los are really cool. I really like them. I think they've yeah. got a really good act going. And I'm I'm liking the way they wrestle. I really have. I think they have really good intensity, and it puts across the characters and stuff like that. Really cool. Really like the. the, They've had two unique tag team finishes now. Really like Mm -hmm. it. That's great. And you're pushing them in a tag division. Fantastic. The tag team should be beating the singles wrestler and the other guy. Yeah. Yes, I agree with all of that. Boogs is right there. Pin Boogs. He's the star, Pete. You gotta protect Boogs. Why is he not the champion then? Nope. I'm not doing it. Um, then we had the Von Wagner segment. Von Wagner, big debut. Yep. Then we have the WrestleMania ticket on sale pie, the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history.
1: <laughs> the most serendipitous WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're gonna get to, Pete. We're gonna oh start running god. out of words in the thesaurus.
0: Yeah, my god. It will be like, you know. Extreme rules. It's lugubrious. They're just gonna, you know, start (laughs) it like that. Sorry, I swore. most Um,
1: longitudinal WrestleMania.
0: (laughs) Longitudinal, dude. Oh god, Charlotte Flair. Oh god. I don't think you minded this promo. I hated this promo. I think it was
1: just numb. You know, I don't. I don't even know at what point, like Charlotte Flair, like. Like, she comes out, and I'm just like, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of always am numb to Charlotte Flair promos, especially now, because I just, like, I don't know what's going on anymore mm-hmm. with her and everything else. Yeah. And I was just like, I feel like I try and analyze what's really happening, and I'm just like, what's what's going on? And then the yeah. segment leads to a match that doesn't happen, and I was just like, nah, whatever.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I mean, That wasn't the bit I hated. The bit I hated was her saying that she doesn't know who Becky is because Becky's had so many nicknames. What's that like? I wouldn't know. Um, Saying that Becky's had so many nicknames and so many, like, redos, She doesn't even know who she is anymore. But after Survivor Series, she's going to need a new nickname. Becky Uh Uh-Oh.
1: Nailed it.
0: Okay, firstly... How many hours did
1: it take the writing team to come (laughs) up with that one? Right? right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, okay, so so firstly, what's the joke there? Like, what's the, what's the all gotten burn there? Because I don't, I don't know if there is one. And also, she then said, "Uh oh," like seventy times afterwards, and then told the crowd to say it along with her, and then said, "I'm going to beat Becky. Uh oh, I'm going to be the best champion. Uh oh, it was." I I don't often feel the primal physical urge to turn off my whatever I'm watching, my TV or whatever. Oh, I felt it so hard in this segment. I was like, I just... Stop it! Just stop it! <laughs> don't listen to this anymore! It's just... <clears throat> literally, my notes are, I hate this effing promo and the effing crowd chant along. I hate it. Stop it. This is a promo about nicknames. Great.
1: Yeah. I guess Just, I didn't even really look at it like this is w- maybe the last promo before Charlotte and Becky wrestle at Survivor Series. It's oh, so like like... Jesus well, like, Christ. I mean, we this week, but, you
0: know.
1: Like... Okay, no, you, screw it, screw it. This is a bad show, and AEW is a good show, so I will compare them. And if that bothers yeah. you, then deal with it. If this, Rampage if
0: the, wasn't great
1: this week, I, not this specific week, but in general, but in general, yeah. AEW yeah. is a well booked show. If you had an actual backstage confrontation with two people that were about to wrestle on pay per view, mm-hmm. that would be the biggest AEW pay per view seller of all time.
0: Oh yeah,
1: they'd be like. Look at these, these people hate each other. Oh my god, they're gonna kill each other. They were fighting backstage. They couldn't get along in the ring. They, they, just a simple title exchange couldn't go off without a hitch. There's so much animosity here. Wait, go buy the pay-per-view to see them fight. You don't know what'll happen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we gotta write uh-oh into the script. Becky, uh-oh. Uh-oh, stinky. <clears throat> How? It's. I promise you it's not that hard to create interest in a pay-per-view match that has like genuine interest built into it already
0: the interest is there you're detracting from it (laughs) you're taking away from the interest Uh, whatever goodness whatever um also then tony storm came out they remembered she's there yeah whoa she came out and i was like okay this is something new and different at least that's nice she came out and then she said, Hey, I want a SmackDown Women's Championship match. I was like, Why would you get one in KFABE? Why would Tony Storm get one? But she's great. I think she's totally yeah. talented enough to be SmackDown Women's Champion. In yeah. KFABE, she lost in the first round of the Queen's Crown Tournament and hasn't been seen since.
1: Yeah. Breaks my heart. Right. I love Tony Storm. Yeah, I want nothing but the best for Tony Storm.
0: Oh, And then Charlotte says no, by the way, and then walks off, as she should, because why should you give a title match to Tony Storm, who's lost a lot? Yeah. And then that was the segment. That was it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Cool. Tony Storm versus Charlotte will probably be a really good match, whenever that that happens. Looking forward to that.
0: That That would be a very fun match if they built that properly. Yeah. Yeah um king woods backstage did a promo um and then we had jeff hardy versus sammy zayn in the yeah. loser, loser leaves the smackdown team match and you know what this was fun if a little formulaic for sammy zayn yeah it was still fun, fun. sammy zayn is, is a very good wrestler but it was you know sammy tries to cheat gets caught by the ref argues with the ref twist of fate swans on sammy loses
1: it's fine with me Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy is my guy and he wrestled and he won and he was, he was protected and he seemed like one of the only people on this show that wasn't humiliated. So I will give a thumbs up to this match. I enjoyed it. I want to see Jeff Hardy in AEW really bad. Do you? (laughs) I do. Hmm. I do Pete. You could have the legend team of the Hardys back together. Like you've got a lot of really great tag teams. They don't need to be like the tag team champions and top level, Mm -hmm. the company and all that, but you could have the legend team. They don't have the legend team in AEW yet. And I know he's not like super worker or anything like that, but Jeff Hardy versus Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega versus et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That does a lot for me. I look at that and be like, that's a lot of fun
0: matches. That's a lot of fun matches. I'd be looking forward to that very much. I don't feel the same investment in Jeff Hardy at all. I'm not very interested in watching Jeff Hardy wrestle anymore. I'll be honest. I just, I don't really care about Jeff Hardy matches. He's the NXT champion, Pete. He's the NXT champion. You're right. Um, Sammy's no longer on the Survivor Series team. I guess he's going to be replaced by Von Wagner. I don't know. That's that's Maybe. the vibe I got from this. Maybe he just... Von Wagner won't be there next week. It, it will never have been there. We'll yeah. all vanish into the, into the darkness. Uh, Hit Row do another promo. It's a promo. Yep.
1: Yeah. Boy, they yeah. feel a lot less special.
0: Sure do. Yep. Yeah. It's such you a shame know. because they are great, but yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. God, we've been talking about this for 40 minutes. We've still got Rampage to do after this. Jinder and Shanky, then do a rap. I couldn't stop laughing when I got to the end of this segment because the rap was not good. Them trying to do dance moves together was not good, <laughs> and then Chinda Mahal says hit row more like cringe row. Yeah, we did like have someone uh like in the
1: chat rap. say that uh Shanky's rap was also terrible. Nice. You know, and it was, it's in a different language. So we're like, yeah. we don't know, but we've had people confirm that it was terrible. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. I could have booked a hundred things before I would have booked Hit Row versus Jinder Mahal.
0: Yeah.
1: I yeah. also wouldn't have fired one member of Hit Row, but that's just me. Yeah, no,
0: me neither. I just, who booked this? I feel so bad for Jinder and Shanky. It's not their fault. It's the material they've been given. Mm-hmm. And they tried, yep. bless them. They committed. But goodness me, this was terrible. Yeah. Zia Lee is coming soon. I'll
1: believe it when I see it.
0: Yep. Coming Rich soon Holland. is a big term. <laughs> yeah, soon is. Subjective, uh, Rich yeah. Holland says that he loves Seamus pretty much. And he really loves Seamus, really loves Sheamus. Cesaro then comes in, and he's like, Hey man, I know Seamus a lot. The bar, um, <laughs> there you go. We are the bar, we are the bar. <laughs> um, and he says that, you know, I know Sheamus a lot. We used to be the bar, uh, careful what you wish for. Sheamus, that's all I'm saying. And then Rich Holland's like, Yeah, well. I'm going to be a better tag partner to Sheamus than you ever were. So, there. All right. How does
1: Sheamus feel about this?
0: I don't know. And he <laughs> said, and if you want to take it up with Sheamus, he's here next week. I was like, how do you know that, Rich Holland? Okay. Yeah. Sheamus is back next week. Great. Cool. We different. Ex- Where was Drew
1: McIntyre on this show? Who cares? Yeah. We got an
0: extended recap of Raw. And then we got the main event, which is Roman Reigns versus King Woods. We then got a long entrance from Roman Reigns. We got a recap of WrestleMania 32, the bad one. Uh-huh. And then we got the match, which was fine. It was good. Woods looked good in the match, I thought, and was decently well protected. Looked like he was going to win against Roman Reigns. Uso's come out, quarter a DQ, which means Roman Reigns loses for the first time since SummerSlam 2020, I think. Uh,
1: Roman Reigns SummerSlam 2020. Roman Reigns didn't wrestle at SummerSlam 2020.
0: You're right. That's when he returned. You're right. Yeah. So
1: I I think this was his first loss since uh like TLC 2019. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, because he would have been undefeated before that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I you know if it wasn't his first loss and all that, I probably wouldn't be that upset about it. It didn't like. This this is a, a DQ that could be worked into the narrative. What with the Usos being involved in and all that. Protecting Roman Reigns. And you didn't think I could kick out? You didn't think I could beat Xavier Woods? But mm-hmm. still, I think there's a better way that you could have gotten around all this without, again, eh, it doesn't freaking matter. DQ finishes yeah. and whatnot, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's bad. It's it's bad. It's a poorly booked show, but like whatever. I'm sure they'll have like a universal title match next week and Roman will just beat Woods and then they'll move
0: on. Maybe. But Reigns technically bends the knee by getting on one knee in the ring while Woods is on the outside and then the Usos take the crown and put it on Reigns' head and I think that Reigns looked a bit stupid with the crown on.
1: He's not someone that needs the goofy... A plastic crown.
0: I also don't think like it fit his head shape or something. Like it just looked dumb. Was it was nice.
1: it a, a, a tad askew like someone else who wears a it crown?
0: Was a, it, it was it was a little bit, but it wasn't quite as fashionable as mm. uh, as yours. I must say, yours is uh, intentionally jaunty and cool. Yes, you know,
1: indeed. I can uh, I can make it even more so. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's a bad it's show. Bad. Bad. This is not a good episode of SmackDown.
0: Bad show. Yeah, wasn't good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'll I give it a was. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I, I was. I was very torn in my end review between a one and a two. I went for a one point five because I'm a coward. So there you go. Coward. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. You know what? Well, Fine. Not. I'm not a coward. One. This sucked. Yeah. This was rubbish. It Was a, a lot bad of show. This is a bad show. Loads of people got damaged in this episode. Survivor Series was not built to the Survivor Series teams just, just taking away any sort of excitement that we had from the announcements and stuff from Twitter. Lest we forget, this bad, bad show.
1: Yeah, it was, a, it was a very poor
0: show. Like normally yeah. they have this level of booking, but they have like fun matches to cover up with it. And this week had fine matches.
1: I like Jeff Hardy.
0: I know you do. Yeah. But it was it's fine. It's fine matches. They're not even like great. Yeah. It's a one yeah. it's a one out of five yeah. show. It sucked.
1: Wanna well, talk about a, a mildly better show? It
0: was a better show. It just wasn't a great show like normal. No, it wasn't a great show like normal. Let's talk about Rampage. Rampage, which started off with Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy, which was really yeah. fun. This was yeah. great. Uh, I, t- I thought they saw a really good story in this match of Jungle Boy's shoulder being worked over. It was a nice bit on the apron where he like took out uh, Jungle Boy's legs and he collapsed on his shoulder and he was just selling the shoulder for the whole match. All the kicks going into his shoulder, kept throwing his shoulder into the turnbuckle post and onto the barricade on the outside and all sorts of stuff like that. Great little match. And he just managed to get the snare trap in for the win at the end, um, but had to like fight for it. So he was trying to get it on and Bobby Fish was like trying to work that left shoulder back out to give him a way out. But then Jungle Boy had to like beat him down with the other arm on the back of his head to then just lock it in. And yeah, it was great. It was really well told psychological psychological story in a match. Great stuff.
1: Really good. Yeah, it was a good little... And for anybody wondering uh, why the the Rampage logo doesn't go up, it's because we've got the Beer 52 uh, bit here. Yeah, you, you put the Rampage thing up, we lose Beer 52. We need Beer 52 because they're awesome yes i really enjoyed this i really enjoyed this bobby fish is like a tremendous opening match wrestler you know he's like him frankie kazarian guys like that where it's just like you go out there and you have like a really solid match doesn't need to blow me away and be the best match i've ever seen or anything like that but the opening match is going to be really really good and i know that when i see them in in the opening match so that's that's a big thumbs up like that jungle boy he's he's Really good. He's really good. He's not even like a young guy getting better at this point. He is, but he's like, he's reached an elite level. He's one of the top guys in AEW and should be treated as such. Really big fan of this match. Oh, man. Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era teases.
0: Adam Cole came out afterwards, and then they beat down Jungle Boy. And then they, they were his hugging Bobby Fish, and then uh, Christian and Jurassic Express came out to make the save. And then it was Adam Cole The Young Bucks staring off with Jurassic Express and Christian Cage, which is the six man tag on full gear, full scout. Anyway should be,
1: should be a fantastic match. Should, should be, be absolute mayhem, ton of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh man, the, they're going to do another Adam Cole Jungle Boy match, and it won't be the opening match on the show. It'll be like the main event, and I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to be like incredible. Yeah, man, I
0: wouldn't be surprised if that if that trio's match opens Full Gear. I think that'll be a really. I wouldn't be surprised match. that at all. I think I think that might be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we then got a little video package for Danielson versus Miro, which I thought was great. Oh Earth. man, oh, this was so good. This really made oh. me excited for the match. Danielson just being like, you know, in all the times I faced Miro, I've never beaten him. And I was like, that's an interesting factoid. Um, you know, you know, I, I realized I should have said
1: this like a second ago. When we were talking about Undisputed Era and all that. Sure. But do you recognize how crazy it is that WWE, like nothing else exists in their universe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How actually goddamn wild that is. And how much cooler it is when you can have people show up and just be like, yeah, they have a whole career worth of history that we can point to. And we don't have to be like, oh, we can't talk about it because it was in WWE. We can't. Oh, no, no, no. Don't mention WWE. Just be like, yeah, we've wrestled a bunch of times and I've never beaten him. Look at that extra storytelling that you can add into this. Oh, I love this. More
0: storytelling is always better. Yes. Let's go. Love it. I agree. And yeah, that was played up in the, the danielson Miro package as we mentioned. Miro is literally his parts with him just being like, "I'm going to kill this man," <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Great! Oh, I love him. He's yeah. so perfect." And and Danielson was just like, you know, I feel like since coming to AEW, Miro has really found who he is, and he's on another level than he's always, than he's ever been before, which is great for him. It's really bad for me. <laughs> it's like that's a that's a great line. He's like. He's really good, um, and I don't know if I'm going to win, but I'm going to try my best kind of thing. It was really yeah. good little video package. Made me very excited for the match. Absolutely. I said on the,
1: the magazine show yesterday, which, go watch that. Myself and Luke talk about Full Gear for an hour. It was fun. Yeah. I think, like, I want the Hangman-Kenny match to be, like, the best match of all time, yeah. you know, because it's, it's potentially the end of this story. I think this Miro and Danielson match is going to be, like, five stars. It's just going to be amazing. You know, I it's it's, so. it's gonna be like Brian and and Brock at, at uh, Survivor mm, Series Survivor a few Series years ago, yeah, totally. But not in WWE, where Brian Danielson gets to be Brian Danielson and do whatever he wants. Oh, it's, it's exciting! It's really exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for tonight, man. Um, we then got a super click promo backstage that was immediately interrupted by Hangman Adam Page. And we got a stare down between Hangman and Adam Cole. First off, yes,
1: please. I think it's my two favorite wrestlers in the world right now. I'll be honest. Mm. Mm. I think it. I think it is.
0: Yeah, it's totally fair. Um, and then the Bucks are like, "Hey man, it's cool. Don't worry about it, Cole." And he's like, "You got this." They're like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it." Hangman just wants to talk to the Bucks. Cole walks off, and Hangman says to the Bucks, "I'm sorry." i could have cried i could have <laughs> cried <laughs> this man uh, is the best
1: baby face ever yeah, dude. He's, and it's it's not showing weakness because he's apologizing to the heels because he was wrong he's apologizing because he was wrong
0: self-reflection oh Actual he's reflection. such a baby
1: face People say he the said- baby faces and heels don't work anymore and blah, 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 shades of gray. This is the most white knight baby face. He's excellent. This was like my favorite backstage segment I've seen this year. And it was mm-hmm. short just because it made me... T- it increased my my love for this storyline like tenfold. Yeah. Oh, gush it's about just
0: this. Him, him saying I'm sorry was amazing. I think... And that bit made me go like, oh, Hangman, oh, I feel for you, my dude. And then there was the bit immediately afterward that made me go, Hangman, let's go! Which was him saying, you know, the way I see it, I, I cost you a tag title match. You cost me a world title match. So the way I see it, we're even now. So with that said, if you even so much as lay a hand on me tomorrow night at full gear, I swear to God. I will ruin you. And I was like, Hank man. Hank man. I love you. Oh, this is amazing. I was literally just like, I'm 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 just so excited for Hank. I just I need him. I need him to win.
1: I was like just swooning over this segment. This is everything I want in a storyline. Genuinely. Yeah. Oh. And the Young Bucks didn't even like, nah, piss off, Hangman. Nah. They were just kind of like, they had a real, genuine moment with someone that used to be their friend. Oh. Love this. Moment. I love this. Also, Hangman Page and Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club on the
0: same day. Easter egg. Hmm. Fun fact, that. Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Um, after that, we got Jade Cargo versus Santana Garrett, which is basically there to promote Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet in the TBS yep. tournament, which will resume after full gear. Uh, and this one I thought was pretty effective. It was short, but I quite liked that she threw Santana Garrett into Red Velvet, who was sitting in the front row of the crowd. And uh, Jade got a quick win. I thought the setup into the finish was quite well. She had like a the yeah. back handspring into, the, into that and she just caught her and straight, straight down for the Jaded, which was nice. Um, they then get into a fight afterwards. I thought the fight was quite good. I thought the Red Velvet showed some really interesting, like, fire, and it looked like they were legit fighting kind of thing. Um, the brawl was very good, and mm-hmm. Mark got a cake in his face. Yeah. It's cool. There's a the
1: cake. You know it's going to go on someone's face. It's, it's, all right. it's, yeah. It wasn't much to, it wasn't anything to the match, but I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing Jade and Red Velvet again, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. accomplished its yeah. goals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, CM Punk and Eddie got a video promo.
1: Oh my God! This wasn't even the best Eddie Kingston video promo yesterday. Did you see his video promo on Twitter? No, I didn't. I need to. See you it. gotta, you gotta go check it. It's like incredible. He he's talking like really quietly the whole time, and talking about I'm your Karma Punk. You can be a better CM Punk if you make it through me. And I was like, oh, I said on Twitter every so often, I think someone else is like the best promo in wrestling. And then Eddie Kingston mm. does something like that. And I was like, well, it's just him. It's very clearly him.
0: I need to yeah. get this up now so I, I can not, um, so I don't forget <laughs> to watch it later. Okay. It's, it's like open next on
1: level. Great. It's incredible. Three minutes. can totally watch that later. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but this little video package was outstanding. Um, Was really cool of them just being like Eddie, just you know, just again teeing off on CM Punk. CM Punk just being like, you know, uh, yeah, we have the the history with Eddie Kingston, and you know, I'm going to try my best to win, and just kind of maintaining the babyface line. And then just being like, I hate CM Punk. Yeah, (laughs) want to kill this man. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) It's really really good.
0: uh, Like, I don't want to
1: go into a ton of detail because we will run over time, but. There are a few matches on this show where it's just like I want to see that because it's going to be a great match. Like I want to see Brian Danielson and Miro because I'm like that's mm. going to be a five-star match and I I will love it. I want yeah. to see Eddie Kingston and CM Punk tear each other apart. Like yeah. old school, you've built up a fight and now I want to see the fight kind yeah. of pro wrestling.
0: Yeah.
1: Mwah. Love see, I it. Think-
0: my my three most anticipated matches on this card. I'm really excited for for different reasons. Yeah. CM Punk Eddie Kingston because I think they're going to kill each other and it's going to mm-hmm. be immensely entertaining. Uh, Danielson Miro because I think it's going to be like an outstanding wrestling match. It's just going to be like a technical masterpiece from from Danielson and Miro is going to be brilliant because he's awesome. And then Hangman Omega because it's going to be theatrics. It's yeah. going to be storytelling, you know? And it just, each of those are so different and get me excited in such a unique way that it's going to make this car feel so varied when we come to the end of it. It's not just high flyers or it's not just technical or it's yeah. not just, you know, one specific style of wrestling. This is why it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's why and the old is, ta- my takeovers were so good because all the matches yeah. were different. Exactly, yeah. And this is why, even after All Out, which so many people called, like, pay-per-view of the century, right? Slightly hyperbolic, but, you know,
1: loads of people saying it's
0: easily, like... Best pay-per-view I've ever seen. Exactly, right? But then there's some people saying that Full Gear might be better than All Out. Like, the card is, like, better than (laughs) All Out. Which is bananas, right? But, yeah. God, it might be, though, might not it? Um... Then we had uh, Hometown Hero versus Hometown Hero for Dante Martin versus Aria Davari. Dante Martin is so much fun. He's fun
1: <laughs> personified. Mm. It's impossible to have a bad time watching him wrestle. You know? Yeah, man. And again, I said this in the edited review. I love that you can see him climbing the ladder in real time. Mm. You know? Because it's like Jungle Boy when AEW started was here. Now Jungle Boy is here. Then they bring in Dante Martin, and he's here. Now he's, like, here. And you bring in someone new, and that might be, like, Lee Moriarty or whoever you sign to be the new new guy. And eventually, Dante Martin might be where Jungle Boy is. And then Jungle Boy will be, like, when Chris Jericho retires, Jungle Boy will be at the top of the the promotion because he's going to be a top baby face. You can just see young talent progressing, and I love that. That's so encouraging.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Legit. And it, and it it rewards the viewers for sticking around because you get to see these people's journeys as they go. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, Dante versus Devore was a fun little match. And Dante won in the end of it. It was good fun. And then Team Taz obviously had Taz and Ricky Starks on commentary. The rest of Team Taz were also there by the end of this match. They came out with a contract, offered a spot on Team Taz to Dante Martin, and they told him to basically think it over. Uh Leo Rush wasn't there. So now the commentary is putting over like, oh, they're stealing away Dante while Leo Rush isn't here. And he's thinking it over. That's good. I like that Team Taz are looking to recruit people who are good.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fun stuff. I'm, I'm sure he won't do it, but it's huh. fun. This will we'll get probably Ricky Starks versus Dante Martin out of this. And that will be oh, yeah. tremendous fun. That will be great.
0: I'm willing into that. We then got a video promo for Baker versus Conti, uh, which was good. I thought put over Conti really well in this video mm-hmm. promo of her like jujitsu background and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, look forward to that I match don't... as well. Stop yeah, it should be really fun. or anything, but should be good fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. Then we got the weakest part of the show. Yeah, which was the main event, which was Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy in a lumberjack match, and they had the, the split screen promo before it started, and Matt Hardy was saying, this is going to be the end. And Orange Cassidy is like, it feels like we've been doing this forever. This is going to be the end once this match is done. And I was like, okay, thank God. This will be the end of the feud. Thank goodness. It's not what happened, though, is it?
1: No, it's not. It's a shame. You know? It's a shame.
0: I really didn't like this main event, I'll be honest. No, no, I didn't either. It's like, the the storytelling wasn't quite there because Matt Hardy initially said to all the lumberjacks that are on the outside, he's like, hey, "Massive payday, everyone! Twenty grand to whoever takes out Orange Cassidy." So then they all started brawling on the outside and not attacking Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter Avalon's yeah. punches are not very good. That's also what brought no. bringing down. Mm. Mm, they weren't. Sorry, they but... really weren't. No.
1: It was just. Uh, it was just not what I want to see in AEW. You know,
0: it was was quite slow. I think it was a slow beat down of Orange Cassidy. And it was like rolling back into the ring, chucking back to the outside. They beat him up some more, rolling back into the ring. Hardy goes, ha ha ha, chucks him out the ring, beat him down some more. It was a very slow kind of like methodical pace to this. And it wasn't a good kind of methodical. Um, They Matt Hardy won in the end. Orange Cassidy got a hope spot back and was doing a load of orange punch. I was like, okay, this is where the fun part comes into it. This is good. Orange Cassidy coming back into it. As long as it's got a fun finish, this will be like at least this is the end of the feud. That's all right. Um, but then he did. He got a hit with brass knucks.
1: Yeah. And then
0: Matt. I, the one thing I did like was Matt Hardy doing like a fake bump to trick the yeah. ref into thinking that he did something. That was cool. And then. He pinned him, and he won. And then they all got beaten up afterwards. All the best friends got hit with the brass knucks afterwards. So I guess this feud must continue unless Matt Hardy just won the feud, which I'm not super jazzed about. If that's the case, I don't
1: think that'll be the case. I'm sure we'll have uh, like they did a hair versus hair match with with Jack Evans, and I thought that was for sure leading to a hair versus hair match where Matt ha- Matt Hardy gets shaved and then maybe yeah. is broken again. You know, yeah. maybe that's what breaks him. I just need them to get there already. Like, they mm. they had a, a match on, like, uh, like, August 25th or something like that. Whatever the Dynamite was after CM Punk. That show, they had a match. That was, like, three months ago. And I thought that should have been the end of the feud. And we're still yeah. here, you know? So, like, I don't know. I just I, don't know, I wasn't a big fan of this. It was just like if they need to move on and give them both something else to do. Just shave Matt bald and 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 give me something different.
0: Yeah, I've I've not been super jazzed about Matt Hardy and AEW like at all. I don't. He's, think he's had like, a hard time, right? Yeah, you know. I just don't think he's done well. Also, I, it's I, been think, a bit I think the pandemic.
1: Did... Yeah, the pandemic kind of killed his 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 uh, intro, and you can't really do the broken mm-hmm. mat delete stuff with no crowd, you know. And then he kept getting hurt, and the Sammy Guevara feud was just cursed. And now, yeah. now he's been a heel up until this point. I think I think, if he just shaves his head and is broken again with a full crowd, you can get some good content out of it now that Maybe. you have the crowd to play off of. But mm-hmm. for so long, there's just nothing to work with.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Well, that was Rampage. It's not as good as normal. I yeah. give it a three. I'd also say I'm a little bit disappointed because I felt that the Dynamite this week was like three quarters of a really good go-home show. And I felt like they were reserving the other bits of that go-home show for this episode of Rampage, and they kind of didn't. Yeah. So I felt like this could have done a much, considering that Full Gear is tonight... I would have thought that a lot more focus, even if it wasn't matches, would have been placed onto Full Gear. And they had the video promos through the show, but I would have thought they'd have ended on a big, like, this is why you need to buy Full Gear. And yeah. they kind of just
1: didn't. It's kind of felt like one of those old SmackDowns from, like, 2009, where it's the last SmackDown right before WrestleMania. And you've mm-hmm. had the go-home show on Raw, and tonight yeah. we're going to show you clips from Access. And yes. It'll have, like, two matches on it. You Know, yeah, it's like this isn't the go home show, the go home show was on Wednesday, and it's like, eh. mm. I, I also felt like this was pretty unimportant,
0: yeah, which is a shame because yeah. Rampage should be treated as well as Dynamite, but yeah, hey-ho. um, it can't anyway. all be five out of five shows, no, nope. and this was a three, this was still good, there was still some good yeah. on this show, but it was just ended on a sour note, yeah, um, well. That's those reviews done. We're already over time. But before we get into the rest of your Ultra Chats here, we have two things we need to do. Firstly, we need to say thank you to Beer52, who are awesome. We're sponsored by Beer52. Go check them out at beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk, where you can get 10 free craft beers. Count them, that's 10. One for each match on AEW Full Gear. A lot of matches on Full Gear. Hot damn. Um, It's going to be a really long show aw please cut down the length of your shows they're really great but also they're so (laughs) long um but please go check out beer 52 they're awesome they sponsor us so much they've worked with us so much before we love them so much go check them out get your free beers uk viewers only postage for the things craft beers the tasty go get do the thing it's series next week get them in time for that We need to say thank you to our very special Pledge Hammers over on our Patreon page. Uh, If you haven't been to our Patreon page yet, you should. Loads of extra bonus content, patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to, what day are we at today, the 13th? Thank you to the Shrockmaster, Austin (laughs) Shrock.
1: Peter Fiber Brantuas.
0: Thank you. Bad connection, Thomas Lagdon. Yeah.
1: Viernes el decimotero cero, Jason Gutierrez. So
0: close, Tempest. It was so close.
1: Yeah, I, I love it.
0: Living in the past, Kieran Pryor. Yeah.
1: The machine gun, Alex
0: Anderson. Yeah. Believe in the Bullet Club. I mean, what? Um, Thomas O. Champer. Yeah. Golden. Nick Holden. Yeah. Smash the glass ceiling. C.J. Slatten. Yeah. Thank you. Yo, Adrian. Rocky. Yeah, that was a very good Yo, Adrian. I like that one. A song of ice fire three five two. Yeah.
1: And Eric Baron Happy
0: Corbin. Yeah. Thank you very much, all of our pledge hammers. We really do appreciate it. We've got more of those coming later in the month. But for now, let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats. Let's whiz through these to wrap up this show. Eric Metzloff says, uh, So great to see Tony Storm finally on SmackDown. Keep my fingers crossed that they use her properly and showcase her well. Hope she doesn't get the te- uh, the Tegan treatment. What the hell happened to Tegan? My goodness. Um, starting a movement here, WrestleTalk. Hashtag Nox for champ. Hashtag Tegan all belts. Yes. Yeah. Get that Get
1: that going. I like Tegan Knox.
0: Yeah. Tyler Woodward says, "Get Jinder Mahal off my goddamn screen and give us more Tony Storm. You could have had Tony Storm, uh, Tony Storm match instead of that BS, uh, instead of that BS Jinder Mahal does. WWE isn't Marvel. It's the Snyder Cut Justice League, long and boring. This effing company. Rampage was good though.
1: Yeah, Aye. I will say, I will I say, you take, that. you take, you uh, take, you take Jinder Mahal off of this show and you have time for like a one minute." Tony Storm match. You put Roman Reigns' goddamn entrance on a commercial and you
0: have time for a six or seven or eight minute uh, Tony Storm match. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't hate Roman's entrance being long because he was actually having a match this time. It's Mm -hmm. at least a little bit more forgivable, you know? In general, but yeah. But, but goodness me, he does not need their entrance for a promo. Um, Thomas Garner says, Actually, Roman Reigns did not lose. The official ruling on WWE.com says that match ended in a no contest. Okay. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't have anything to throw. I'm throwing my keys. Stupid company. My wallet. My rich wallet. It's robust. Stupid company. <laughs> oh, not, God. That's not how a no contest works. That's not how it works. <laughs> They've oh just man! Their own loophole, so they can keep Roman Reigns' undefeated streak intact. They've literally had him lose, and then gone. Wait, we just had Reigns lose. We need to fix that. <laughs> oh, this company. Anyway, <laughs> um, B says uh, this Survivor Series ain't about brand supremacy. It's about coexisting. At this rate, we'll see a pay per view to top even Victory Road 2011. Also, so, Pete, it's obvious uh, how much you guys don't want to watch and review SmackDown. Why not assign that to the manservant? Is he still no bow tie? And all? What do you mean, no bow tie? Has he not been wearing his bow tie? Ooh, oh. I, I need to have words if that's the case. Um, But yeah, we don't want to watch SmackDown or review it, but you know, got to work Saturdays, so... Yeah. Still a job. Yeah. Soz. <laughs> The legit underboss says if Sami Zayn doesn't come out next week and factually acknowledge the conspiracy that Adam Pierce said he want he wants Raw to win, so he's setting up SmackDown to fail. I'll know this company doesn't know what they're doing in the least as a fact.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Adam Pierce gives a damn about any of it. He runs both shows. Okay. Yes.
0: I need Raw to win. All right.
1: Sure. Whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to take over for the rampage in the E.W. chats
1: sure deadpunk1905 says called it said last time hangman wanted to talk to the bucks he wanted to apologize to them there has been wrongs on both sides throughout this and this was the icing on the cake for me this company hashtag jam that jam absolutely love that segment so much so, so much uh keith lloyd says shout out to the best podcast on wrestle talk liw for life. I know a lot of people who want Ricochet to AEW, but they already have a Ricochet, and he's much younger and could be even better. My boy, Dante Martin, just love how they build up the talent in AEW. He's fantastic. I mean, solid solid point. You know, mm. I would like to see them wrestle. Ricochet versus Dante Martin? That sounds like a Ooh. lot of fun.
0: That's spicy. Uh,
1: uh, Lakshmi Narasimhan B says, pretty good go-home rampage today. I don't like saying this about an AEW angle, but please let this be the end of the Cassidy Hardy thing. Also, maybe I'm the only one who never noticed it before, but bit, but did the crowd do the sing along to Henry's "It's Time for the Main Event"? Yes, they, they did. did. It's catching over. I love yeah, it. it. Took took a while, but they got. They're getting there though. Uh, Anthony annoying. Velasquez says, "Inner Circle versus Team Taz coming soon." Jericho and Taz were going at it all night on commentary. Yeah, they were. It was a bit annoying. <laughs> I'll be it honest. It was a bit annoying. Like but yeah. I, I, I like the commentary when it's Taz and Ricky Starks being Mm -hmm. funny and having fun. Jericho is hit hit and miss. Uh, Volt Knight says, uh, is there a likelihood that Wyndham Rotunda could debut to attack Hangman tonight? Also, is SmackDown turning into 2020 Raw? Hope you guys enjoy Full Gear. Going to be at the post Full Gear Dynamite. I'm excited. You should be. I want to see friggin Okada on that show really bad. I don't know (laughs) if it's going to happen, but I'm manifesting that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's totally going to happen. Don't worry about it. It's totally going to happen. And last one, uh, this is just a shout out for the Members. Briz Joshi has been a member for three months in a row. LAW for life.
0: Thank you very much, Briz Joshi, for your Memberg Ultra Chat. That is gonna do it for the Ultra Chats, and then it's gonna do it for this episode of the SmackDown Rampage podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in and checking us out. We've got full gear live reactions tonight. It's gonna be Ollie and Luke doing those, where it's Ollie versus Luke. In the number one contendership for the Jam That Championship, with the idea being that Ollie will win and lay down for me a survivor series, so I can Hell continue yeah. my historic Jam That Championship reign. That's what's definitely going to happen, right? Check out the prediction stream if you haven't already for their predictions of the show. They've got some spicy takes, let me tell you. This is going to be a very quick outro because I've just seen that we have three minutes before we need to go live. Um, but uh, Tempest, do, do we have any more fun Yu-Gi-Oh gimmicks for today? Or are we going back to the Avatar, the last Airbender reviews? What are we doing today? What are you feeling like today? I feel like our
1: Saturday show can be for Avatar and NXT okay. can be for, for Yu-Gi-Oh and such. That I also sense. realized I, don't, I gave all of my Pokemon cards to my nephew <gasps> like a year ago. So I don't oh. have Pokemon cards for... Uh, a survivor series team, mm-hmm. those nah. those ones would probably have been harder to come up with puns for anyway, you know. Probably, but I
0: think they Yu-Gi-Oh! might have been cards. funnier,
1: yeah. Like Yu Gi Oh cards are just like words, you know, they're things, mm. they're a lot of them, some of them are just names, but yeah, Pokemon are all just names. You'd have to have like Rich Swanna,
0: yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which you know, that's that's fun, that's nice, I like that. Yeah. We should do yep. that more, uh, but very quickly in the two minutes that we've got. What's your least favorite episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender?
1: I feel like the least epi- least favorite episode, I would have just like forgotten about and just like put it out mm-hmm. of my mind and never thought about it again. Um... I've got mine. Oh, tell me what's yours. It's the Great Divide. Uh... The Great Divide is terrible
0: in season one. It's really bad. It's not really bad. It has some good moments in it. In the, it's got some very cool, creative like monsters which look very cool the conflict is really bad the resolution is really bad and yes. nobody learns anything by the end of it
1: i agree i i now that you've said that i'm like yeah that's the correct answer yeah yeah you it's, get to the end and it's, it's just, just like, the worst if the story was actually true
0: then maybe mm. but he's like no i made it a whole thing up i was like so what yeah, exactly. was the point of all this and also did you know kids it's fine to lie about stuff yeah great lesson great lesson that's, told that's, by that's everybody the lesson there. of the show yeah it's okay to lie <laughs> it's fine if it if it stops conflict just lie about it it's totally cool anyway but that still though there are good things in that episode at the same time even though it furthers like a it's a bad conflict and you know sakura and and uh Saka and um katara take opposite sides and stuff like that that's mildly interesting ang coming to a resolution and trying to just be like a constant peacemaker you see more of his character through just trying to be like he hates conflict and just wants everyone to get along you see character points throughout it it's just that the conflict's rubbish Mm -hmm. Eh, but you know is what it is anyway we'll talk about this more next saturday probably when we're going to be talking about more avatar stuff or whatever yeah. um but thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the wrestle talk podcast really do appreciate it uh we've got full gear tonight oh my god and we've got a uh, survivor series next week as well so we've got the go home episodes for that next week too um, which is less exciting but uh we'll be back with loads more content soon thank you very much for listening really do appreciate it stay safe we love you very much goodbye